0: So, we're doing ALF at the movies. And if you haven't guessed, my movie is Star Wars. No, this is Darth Vader. I am wearing Star Wars. I got the shirt in Israel. It says Star Wars. I got the hat on. Star Wars. No, you're not. Where's my allowance? Come on, Dad, where's my allowance? Use uh, the force get money? They haven't melted yet, but they're pretty good. Thanks. So yes, I'm doing Star Wars. I'm doing Star Wars Episode 3. Hey, come on, guys. Revenge of the Sith. And this is absolutely my favorite movie. I can quote this movie line for line, word for word. Yes, ask Anna. She has seen me do it. We have watched this movie, and I was quoting this movie word for word. I love this movie. I've seen it so many times. And when I was... I knew I wanted to do this movie, but I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. Because there's a lot you can go through Star Wars with. I mean, you have the Jedi and the Sith, who are the classic good versus evil trope. Use uh, the Force, you have the Force, who is a trope of the Holy Spirit, like Jordan said. How it's all around us, and it gives us power to overcome and do things. And I, wa- I thought about doing that, but I really felt that I wanted to specifically focus on Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader. Because... To me, it's such, a, it's such a good cautionary tale about what can happen to our lives if we let fear and hatred control us. Uh, I, I really resonate with this story in that sense because, I mean, when I went through some of the things I went through, I'll talk about tonight, I had a lot of fear, I had a lot of anger. So seeing this movie from that viewpoint, I think, is a good, uh, it's just a good cautionary tale to it. Uh, so... This character, if you don't know, his name is Darth Vader. Before that, he was called Anakin, Hello, Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. Uh, Anakin Shh, please. So Anakin Skywalker is, in the movies, they call him the Chosen One. He was supposed to bring balance to the Force, to eradicate all the bad guys, to bring peace and justice to the galaxy. is essentially what he was. And he was raised in that. He was raised from 10 years old on to do all these things, to be a hero, to be a general, and he would have succeeded, but he had one one thing that really destroyed him and turned it back, and that was a fear of loss. Uh, he ended up getting married uh, rather young, and even though that's forbidden by the Jedi. He allowed his emotions to get the better of him, but what really started his turn into the dark Darth Vader was fear. He was afraid of losing the one he loved, and that's what I'm going to show you in, in this first clip. Uh, and uh, Katie's going to pull up a little bit of background. In the beginning of the movie, he's at this giant battle scene. Uh, he saves the emperor or the chancellor, and he comes back and he sees his wife for the first time in a long time. And she tells him he's pre- she's pregnant, and they're all excited, and they go off. And then he ends up having a dream that night. And in that dream, uh, it was a terrible nightmare. Padme, who was his wife, dies. And the fate of his baby is uncertain. And he wakes up and he's really, really shaken about it. They have a whole long conversation about it where he doesn't, he tells her he's not going to let anything happen to her. And you can just see the fear and trembling in his voice. And right after that scene, he goes to Master Yoda, who is the head of the Jedi Order. He's this wise little Green Goblin guy. I love him so much. And this is the conversation they have. So yeah, Anakin is terrified he's going to lose his wife. And Yoda tells him the only way to overcome this fear is to let it go um the first thing i want to tell you guys is fear we all struggle with fear right all of us have some sort of anxiety something we're afraid of right it can be simple like for me when i was a kid it was the dark i was terrified of the dark i mean i I couldn't walk down a hallway that's 10 foot long in the dark because i was afraid something was going to get me and to be fair, my sister liked to hide in the dark and scare me a lot. But it, it gripped me. I couldn't sleep in the dark. I couldn't do anything. I mean, it was so bad, I slept with a nightlight until I was about 14 years old. That's how terrified of the dark I used to be. It was, it, was, it was horrible. But the fear was not from God. The fear is of the enemy. I really like this verse in 2 Timothy. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So I want you all to think what you're afraid of. We're going to talk about it in our groups, but I want you to really think about what you're afraid of and what that fear is keeping you from. Um, One of the things that the Bible talks about is fear is a doorway that the enemy uses to come into our lives and plant strongholds. Um, And these strongholds can spread into many, many other things. Um, Some of the things that I think fear really leads into is, let's see, it's worry, unbelief, the need for control, anxiety, isolation, fear can lead to drugs, to drinking. And one of my favorite quotes from Star Wars, it's not in this movie, but it's Yoda saying, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. And I don't know if most of you guys know this, but we started a new ministry in this church called Sozo. And I went through the training, and one of the, in the training they talk about these doors and they really went deep dive. I, I, for a minute when we were going through it, I thought they were almost quoting Star Wars because they were talking about how fear can lead to all these things and then it can lead to hatred. And hatred can lead to bitterness, envy, gossiping, slander, self-worth. I mean, it's just all a downward spiral that really ties into a deep-seated root of fear. <clears throat> and fear is essentially, it's unbelief. It, it's not believing in will say, it's not believing that something's going to happen. It's not believing that you're going to be safe, that you're in control. And that's where fear ultimately comes from. And like I said, the dark downward spiral, I mean, I've lived it, guys. I have been in that place. I mean, most of you have heard my testimony. You know that when I was about 17 years old, I was trying to get in the army, and eventually it fell through. And I remember I remember feeling a lot of anger and hatred at God because I thought this is where I was supposed to go, what I was supposed to do, and he took it away from me. But as I was really thinking about this movie and about fear and anger, and how they tie into, tie into each other, it really kind of hit me that my first initial reaction was angry, yes, but the truth of it was it, it was fear. Deep down, I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I had messed up. I felt like I was being punished, and I was afraid that from that moment on, nothing I would do was going to be good enough because of that one moment. I mean, I was engaged, we had this whole plan, and I was afraid that I wasn't going to live up to all these expectations that people had set for me and I had set for myself. And it just led to a downward spiral of just darkness and hatred. And when it comes to Anakin and Star Wars, it really, it really just grabs a hold of him, this fear of losing his wife. He, he loves her so much that he doesn't want to lose her that he's willing to do literally anything to save her and he gets a hold of by this evil emperor who corrupts and twisted him and it's really just a a mirroring of how the enemy gets in and once we show just a little bit of fear the enemy will come in and just continue to feed that fire if you were you know a little bit here a little bit there until it's it's just a raging ball of fear and we often lash out with that anger so i want to show you guys the last clip or the second clip for this um in this clip, Anakin's gone through, he was terrified, he got less, he got uh, taken over by the dark side, and in doing so, he ended up betraying everything he was taught. He went through and he attacked the Jedi, he betrayed them, he betrayed his masters, his friends, all of them because he was promised that he would be given the ability to save his wife. So, this scene is between him and Obi-Wan, who was his master, his friend, his brother, and it's really just the culmination of everything that the fear got in and got a hold of him. How he let it just take control of him. And it ter- turns him from this this war hero, this this chosen one to be a light, to just this pure ball of darkness and rage. And I'll let Katie go out and play this. Unless you want to keep I mean unless you wanna keep watching it. Just <laughs> yeah. 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 to to that, yeah, that up. Do what? Well, it was just I just showed the end of it. Okay. So all of that happened because Anakin was afraid. He couldn't overcome his fear. He couldn't let go. He didn't reach out to Obi-Wan, to anyone else for help. He kept it to himself and tried to overcome it himself. And that's really what brought down his ultimate destruction. So life can send us trouble at any time. But as believers and as children of God, we don't have to be afraid of it. The kind of life God wants for us is never passive or timid. It's filled with wonder, excitement, adventure, but most of all, it's filled with victory. In John 10, I don't have it up there, but in John 10.10, it says, A thief comes in order to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to give you life and give it to you abundantly. We can depend on God and always be there when we need him. He delivers us from troubles no matter what. Our full trust in his ability and willingness to rescue us when he needs help gives us peace. David says in Psalm 56.3, What time I am afraid I will trust in me. Fear and trust don't mix. Trust in God is much more powerful. And then in Isaiah 41.10, it says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So the, the way to overcome fear is really, really simple. It's trusting in God and offering up our fears to him and let him lead us and guide us. So talking about Psalm, I want to talk about David because it's a classic Bible story about talking about overcoming fear, and it's David and Goliath. If you've been in church, you've, you've heard this story probably multiple times, and you, you often hear people say, oh, I've got my own giants to face, and that's where this story comes from. So a little background about David. He's anointed king when he's 14 years old, right? And what a lot of people don't understand is he was anointed king at 14, and then life kind of just goes on with him for several years. he Nothing really comes of it. He's given this promise and this anointing that you will be king, you will be a warrior. And then he continues to be a sheepherder for several years. Uh, several years go by, and then the Philistines, who was a neighboring country, come in, and they have declared war on the Israelites. And you have the current king Saul and his army and the, current, and the Philistines, and they're on two opposite ends of this giant valley. Uh, to One camp, one camp in this valley where they would do battle. And the Philistines had their champion who was called Goliath. He was, he was a giant. Uh, he, was the, he was their champion. He was the one that uh, they bet all their hopes on. And I'm going to read a little bit out of 1 Samuel for you guys, just so you can understand why the Israelites were so afraid of this giant. So in 1 Samuel 17, 4 through 11, says, A champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits and a span which is about 9 foot 10. So, I mean he's, he's, I mean, he's taller than that. He's a huge guy. He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale armor in bronze, weighing 5,000 shekels, which is about 125 pounds. On his legs, he wore bronze greaves, a bronze javelin. He was slung on his back. His spear was a shaft like a weaver's rod, and its iron point weighed 600 shekels. So just the tip of his spear, about that long, was 15 pounds. So this is a giant fully armored man, and he stood and shouted at the ranks of the Israelites. Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine say, said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing Philistine's words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. So the Israel army was afraid of this one man because he was huge. Even though they had an army at their backs, this one guy who was shouting insults to them, insults to God, terrified them. Um, and And that's kind of what, in today's life, our fears sound like. They sound like this really big, just giant that's just shouting at us, saying, oh, we're not good enough, we can't do it. You know, you'll never, you'll never be good enough in school. You'll never be, you'll never go be able to ask out that girl, or that guy. It just, it sounds like these voices are just shouting at us and telling us to be afraid. <clears throat> um, but like I said, ultimately, fear is the result of a lack of faith, not believing in God's power and love and willingness to act on our behalf. And we oftentimes, He wants us to succeed. He, God cares about the little things in our lives. Uh, he wants us to succeed he wants us to become stronger and overcome and david really knew this david it says david had a heart for the lord so i mean he was out in the shepherds field by himself i mean he and he was singing songs and praises to god i mean he was fighting wolves and lions and bears by himself um so david when all this is happening david is in the fields and his father comes to him and says hey Bring some food and provisions to your brothers who are fighting the Philistines. So he does, he leaves, he goes. And when David arrives, he hears Goliath shouting these insults to God, these insults to the Israelites, and he gets angry. Not in the fearful kind of way, but angry of that, that they're letting this guy mock their God. So he goes to the Saul and says, let me fight him, I'll fight him. And Saul says, eh, you're just a boy, but all right, sure, fine, whatever. We'll give you my suit of armor, you can go out and fight him, because no one else is going to do it. So they load him up with Saul's armor, and David's like, nah, I don't need all this stuff. All I need is what God has given me. So David goes, he gathers up five smooth stones, and he goes to fight Goliath. And this is what he says right before he begins the fight. So David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. The day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and to the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And all those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or by spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all into your hands. So David goes to fight this giant, and he's not afraid. He knows that the battle belongs to the Lord, and he knows that ultimately the Lord will protect him. And when I think about this, one of the verses that I was taught when I was a kid is Deuteronomy thirty-one six. It says, "Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave or forsake you." So when, whenever I get afraid, I tend to think about this verse, and I tend to replace that with them, with you know whatever I'm afraid of. You know, a simple Lord, help me not be afraid of. Um, I don't know, what am I afraid of? Of being alone. Lord, help me not being afraid of alone. I know you're with me. I know you are bigger than this. Uh, Lord, help me not to be afraid of this test coming up or graduating from school or going to a job or whatever it is. We have power when we're believers, guys. When you you accept Jesus into your heart, he gives you the power. And fear has no place in us. We have the ability to, when we're afraid, we can simply speak this verse. I'm not afraid of you. God is bigger than you. And it goes away. We have the ability to declare fear be gone in Jesus' name, and it will leave us. And that's really what I want you guys to focus on. I mean, when COVID hit, it seems like fear was just kind of heaped onto us, like shoveled onto us in waves. I mean, the media was talking about it. Oh, we've got to be afraid of fires because we could all die. I mean, they shut down schools. They did a lot of things out of fear. And I mean, that's just one example of how letting fear go wild can destroy our lives. I mean, for me, letting, letting fear control me destroyed my relationship with my parents, with my sister, uh, work, all kinds of stuff. And through God's grace, I was able to rework with my parents and have a good relationship with them. But my sister and me, we still don't have a good relationship because of me acting out of fear and out of anger. And I really don't want you guys to go through that. I mean, you're at a point in your lives where they're just heaping it on to you guys, because they want to keep you in these little bubbles, they want to keep you under control, and they want to keep you from sharing your faith. And ultimately what it comes down to is we have power. And I want you guys to really learn how to use it. I really want you guys to this week, when you're afraid of, you know, whatever comes up, whether you have an anxiety about something, a fear, you're afraid someone's going to leave you, someone's going to gossip about you, whatever, I really want you to go back to... uh, This verse in deuteronomy and speak it over to yourself lord help me not be afraid of blank for i know that you are with me i mean that is a promise that god gives us multiple times throughout scripture and we know that god can't break his promises when he says he is with us and he will never leave us that is a promise and is unconditional no matter what we do god will not leave us he'll never leave us alone and he will give us the power to overcome fear So that's all I really have for you guys tonight. I wanted us to spend a little extra time in small groups tonight kind of talking about our fears for two reasons. One, I want us to share with what we're afraid of and then have people go around and tell us why. I mean, sometimes some of our fears are silly, you know. I'm afraid I'm going to be alone, right? Well, if I was to say that to Anna and Isaac and Caitlin, they'd be like, well, you're being dumb because we're always here for you. And they are. So our fears, like I said, they become giants in our minds. We tend to magnify them because they scare us so much. But when we see them from other perspectives, we see they're really not that bad. So I really want you guys to share some of the things you're afraid of and be honest and have others tell you that they're not that bad and they're going to be there with you. And then I want you guys to take some time and just pray over each other that your fear will leave, that you guys won't have this fear. So I'm going to pray, and then we'll split into groups. Dear Lord, I thank you for this time we've had together tonight. I thank you for just the promise that you will always be with us, Lord, that we, we do not have a spirit of fear or timidity, Lord, that you have given us victory and courage and boldness to stand in the promises of who you are and stand in the identity that you've given us as your children, Lord. I pray that as we split into small groups, we t- we're able to take the time to just be open and honest with each other, Lord, that your spirit would move. In Jesus' name, amen.